It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings Tashay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. I am Storm, the youngest sibling. I'm Deshay, the oldest sibling. And I'm Sage, the middle sibling. <laughs> I always feel like a like a sitcom. <laughs> welcome back to my it's channel. Me. I'm Sage. You're you must be wondering how I got here. <laughs> I literally almost said I'm Storm, the oldest sibling, because I was just like that. I was just like, what well, comes in order? Like I sh- I'm the first one talking, so I should be the oldest, but yeah. I'm not. No. You can if you want to be. <laughs> also, I have my cat just sitting here staring at me today. <clears throat> so Aww. that's fine if you hear her meow. It wasn't me. Me, yeah, yeah, right. She's she's something else. She is <laughs> she's the funniest cat. And you know, and I I told Richard this because Salem was like the best cat in the entire world. Like I oh, yeah. loved yeah. Salem, and and I remember and I love cats. And I don't know if it was like Salem in general that made me love cats or what, but I uh, Salem was our cat growing up. Mm-hmm. Just so y'all know. And I have never been able to find another cat like Salem. Like mm-hmm. they always are just kind of mean or they hide or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we went, I had, I had a little cat named Madeline, Madeline, um, <laughs> Marley. Her name is Marley. Yeah. <laughs> and she, would not come to anybody but me. Like she hid from everybody. If people were awake, she didn't want to be around them. Like the only time that she would come out from hiding was if everybody was asleep and I was just sitting in the bed and then she would come Mm. out and get in the bed with me. Yeah. Well, we were moving one day and somehow got out and I haven't seen her since. Mm -hmm. And I was devastated and I was so upset because I was like, she's never going to go to another family. She's so scared of people. My sweet baby. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) I tell myself that a sweet old lady that leaves cat food out on her porch found her and took her. That's what I tell myself because it's the only thing that's going to help me sleep at night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I made Richard feel so bad about it because I blame him and his dad, which Richard's, (laughs) I tell you every time I see you how upset I am about it. This was years ago and I'm still butthurt about it. (laughs) And then... So one day he was like, okay, let's just go get another cat. Not that having another cat was going to replace her, but like he knows whatever. Yeah. So um, we went to the animal shelter and there was one in particular that I wanted because just beautiful cat. And it was um, like an orange, it looked like Garfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it so bad. And I was pregnant with Garrett and Stinky was little. And so we got the cat in there and it, went ne- it wanted nothing to do with stinky like absolutely nothing and so i was like well we can't get this cat like it's gonna end up attacking him Mm -hmm. and then i was about to call her madeline annabelle (laughs) was like anytime we would walk by or anything she would like get up on the glass and start yelling at us Mm -hmm. like you know how she does Mm -hmm. you have all heard she's been on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) 
And so finally I was like, will you please just bring that cat in here? Like, let's see that cat. And it, she wanted nothing to do with me or Richard. Like it was just stinky. And she was so kind with him because he was little, you know, and he's, you know, how hard kids pet and stuff. Yeah. And she just (laughs) let him she wasn't hiding from him or anything and i was like wrap her up we're taking her home That's it. Yeah. <laughs> ever since then she's been my best friend but she's also just a very needy cat she's it was just so funny the dogs <clears throat> it was so funny when i was watching her for that week because she would like she would hide the entire time but every once in a while she'd come out and just like sit and watch me mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. stare Yes. And she'd meow for a second, and then I'd like try and get up and go to her, and she'd run away. Like she just wanted to watch. She didn't want. She didn't. She doesn't want you to pet her. She just wants to sit there and like uh-huh. I'm sitting here. You know I'm here. Yeah, she's <clears> checking you out at the edge of the yeah. table, just staring at me. That's all she's doing. Yeah. She's not trying to yeah. get me to pet her or anything. She's just staring at me. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird. It's kind of creepy. I'm like, are she's you a actually, human? She's a Victorian <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> is that why i named her annabelle it had nothing yes. it was like subconsciously i knew she was a demon yes probably exactly. she's the nicest demon I've... oh she just went <laughs> <laughs> anyway now that i've spent um five minutes talking about my cat <laughs> welcome to how's another episode of three been? siblings walking through a bar <laughs> how's everyone's week anything fun exciting happened nope not really same old same old been super busy i feel like i say that every time but i am yep (laughs) today one of my coworkers. it was just a stressful day at work because like everything went wrong i kept turning around and i was like (sighs) she was like what now (laughs) i'm like oh my (laughs) gosh like literally everything was going wrong and so we left and she goes okay well when you get home make sure that you have a drink and i was like Okay. And she was like, but just one. And I was like, or maybe three. <laughs> but it's fine. Seven and a half, fine. maybe. Yes. Just but we were, I didn't have any because I had a headache when I got home and mm. now we're good. We're good. I'm fine. So now and you I can have, a, have seven. No, I can have seven. <laughs> <laughs> Which just, and I was thinking about that today because I was like, oh, I have margaritas at home. And then I was thinking, you know, that like TikTok song that's like one margarita. Yes. yes oh my god it's um, hilarious and i'm always like that is not me no. i'm like is that normal no. i'm like if i have one i'm just gonna not shut the hell up which i already have a problem with anyway so like it's just right. extra not shutting the hell up yeah if i have two i'm just not shutting the hell up but like four times louder yes mm-hmm. if i have three you you might get us I'm to just, try I'm crazy, yeah. And then I'm going to bed. Like, I got a headache and I need to go to bed. Like, I don't know about all you other crazy people, but. You guys know uh, the, what is the name of that restaurant? The Mambo Taxi Margaritas? Oh, Mikasina. Yeah. I was, uh, I uh, was talking to someone who works there and I was like, I swear you guys put magic in those because we're only allowed to have two. He goes, no, it's just red wine. And I was like, no, no, there's there's like magic or something in there. And he's like, no, it's literally sangria and like, like uh, margarita mix. And I was like, mm, no, what? <laughs> it's that's what? all it is. It's just yeah, regular margaritas. Wow. <clears throat> but those um, shit, what's that place called? The um, Cajun place, Rezu's. 
Razoos. Mm-hmm. They are little like hurricane drinks. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Those will give me effed up. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm like one and done. You have to have two people to be able to drink that. To order yeah, it. You I, have to have I'm two literally people. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Ugh, I'm like one and done, my dude. And that's how it was when we went to um this place called Jalapenos. And I ordered a margarita and the guy was like, Do you want the regular one or do you want the large one? And I was like, oh, I don't have my kids. Like, let's get a big one. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. And then he leaves and Richard looks at the menu and he looks at me. And he goes, do you know how big that big one is? And I was like, <laughs> no. And he was like, okay. And then that comes out and it's a literal bowl. Like it's no. huge. And I was like, like the size of your head. Oh my God. And then Richard was like, you better drink all that. He was like, we're not paying for that. And you're not drinking all that. And then, so I did, I made sure to drink all of it. And I ate extra chips to help with the oh, yeah. like, and, oh no. And then we were leaving and I was sitting there and Richard kind of looks at me like, come on, like, let's go. And I gave him the like, look and he was like oh my god <laughs> so he like stands next to me and he like puts his arm out for me to like hold on to him while we walk <laughs> like oh my god I'm so embarrassed I still remember one of the moments when I figured out that I was old we went to go to this Mexican restaurant and they have cucumber margarita uh, cucumber jalapeno margaritas mm, that sounds so delicious. good so good and I had one and I was like okay that's good and 20 minutes later, I had the worst heartburn in the entire world. Yes. Oh, my God. And yeah, I was, I was sweating and, like, couldn't look at the person I was with. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I have to have I have to take some Tums. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh, my God. And then, oh, God. It was bad. And we were sitting out on the patio and, like, people were walking by. And I looked like I was just, like, in such distress because of the fucking jalapeno margarita. Oh my god. Uh, Heartburn is a bitch, man. Oh it my really god. Is. It's the worst thing ever. Because it makes you feel like mm-hmm. you gotta grow up and yes. it hurts and it's yeah. just oh I hate it. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I had a jalapeno margarita. I don't know why, but the thought of a jalapeno margarita always like disgusted me. Because mm-hmm. every time I think of a margarita, I think of like sweet or like lime, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and then I uh, we went to Mikosina for I think it was Eli's 18th birthday and mm-hmm. I ordered one and I was like ew mom that's gross and then I was like but actually let me try it and she goes yeah because yeah. it's gross and I was like <laughs> yeah but like let me try it and I drink it and I was like mm, this is actually really good <laughs> it is because it is it is really sweet but it's got that like kick like it doesn't taste like a house I don't know it's really confusing I don't to think me margaritas are really good. sweet at all I don't like you don't tequila. think they are. I think they are Mm-mm. so sweet. Oh, super sweet. Give me the rum. Give me a daiquiri. Oh, I the love mixed drink. the daiquiri. Yeah. No, it, it, I just drink beer at this point. Like, I'll have a <sighs> kind of beer. But, I like, cannot drink gross. beer. It's disgusting. I can't do, I can't do mixed drinks. I had uh, acid reflux from a fucking white claw the other day. So, <laughs> this is like, y'all. <clears throat> Stop it. It was bad. <laughs> Listen, we no. checked out. Like. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because we have it bad in our family. I, like, uh, I think it's the hereditary it's thing. Prilosec, yes. Correct me if I, I'm wrong, yeah. but mom, dad, mm-hmm. like I'm on a prescription Prilosec, y'all. Yeah. It's it's just like 40 milligrams, like you can buy at the store. But 
It's ridiculous. Yeah. I have to take it every morning before I eat or drink anything. Yes. Knock on wood. I get it every once in a while, but it has never been where I've had to take it. Granted, I'm just a couple years younger than y'all, but give yeah. me a year or two. I'm going to be like, damn, that margarita hit hard. <laughs> like, I stay. Too. <laughs> yes. I, I stay mean, with thumbs, okay? I used to be able to go out and I drink until five o'clock in the morning and I was good yeah, to go to work the next day. Now I have three drinks and I am in bed for two days. Like it's, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, get it like, anymore. Listen. It's wild. Oh, I like, I don't even really drink anymore. Like it's just not appealing. It depends yeah. on what I drink. Yeah. It depends on yeah. who I'm with. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, like, because if I drink, like, Trulies, I'll be fine the next morning. And it doesn't really matter how mm-hmm. many Trulies I drink. And mm-hmm. really kind of the same with tequila, t- too. Like, tequila I can be pretty much okay with. But, like, and your girl loves rum. But if I drink too much rum, oh, yeah. I'm going to be rum. sick as a fucking dog mm-hmm. the next morning. Yeah. I, even beer, too. I can't drink beer. That'll oh, yeah. I, not I be drink... a fun time. <clears throat> it depends on what kind of beer. I, it's mostly the sugar that gives you the... The crazy hangover. Oh, I always God, just drink yeah. Jameson with a pickleback, which is probably not good for you either with all that salt. But that's okay. It's delicious. I've always I've made sure now to start like if I have a drink after I have to drink a glass of water and then I water. get a drink and then I'll have a glass of water mm-hmm. and then I'll let myself have another drink. So <clears> on Fourth <throat> of July last year, um, one of our other artists is like freshly twenty one. And <laughs> our mentor made jello shots, like almost like half of her mm. fridge was full of jello shots. Mm. And the apprentice, she was the artist was sitting next to the refrigerator and anybody that walked by, she was like, hey, did you know they have jello shots here? And she's trying <laughs> to get everybody to take jello shots with her. And I, I sit there and I watch her. She had like eight of them. Oh <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there watching Stop. her. <laughs> and then the. The two mentors, the owners of the house, walk by and she goes, Hey, do you know there's jello shots? <laughs> They're like, Yeah, bitch. I She's like, them. And, the, and the mentor is like, Yeah, do you want one? And I was like, No, 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 we're not. No, stop, <laughs> stop. And then she comes outside and she was like, Do you have any gum? Because I just exorcist vomited. And I was like, Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you fucking did. Oh my God. That's disgusting. (laughs) See, I don't miss being that drunk. I don't miss that. I don't miss it. My, um, Holly, my sister in law, she was having Mm -hmm. a Halloween party once. And one of her friends bought jello shots that were, um, had fireball in them. Ooh. Ew. And, I don't remember. Well, I don't remember what flavor they used. And I'm really upset that I don't because I remember making a big deal out of it and being like, oh my God, what did you use? This is so good. <laughs> they were so good. I feel like maybe orange. Maybe. Orange maybe. It has to be like a really strong flavor. I just remember it was red. So I'm assuming it was probably cherry, cherry. or something. That but sounds actually would be good. Really good. Interesting. Uh, I like Fireball with apple juice because then it kind of tastes like apple cider. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I haven't had Fireball in so long. Oh, my God. We used to get in so much trouble. In fire- okay. It nope. is dangerous. <laughs> it really is. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Speaking of dangerous. (laughs) I have a story. And we haven't done a paranormal story in like 800 years. Yes. Yes. So I got us a haunted house. Ooh, yeah. I bought it. (laughs) And y'all are going to die. So what what I like to do is, like when I'm making my notes, I like to like, the house and then under it like this is what it is and then like oh you like title mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then i like mm-hmm. this is what it's so it like prepares me for what i know i need to like remember right. from researching yeah and one of them is called priest.com and just remember it <laughs> just remember we've it. had we had something like this in another episode priest. Now remember yeah oh my god i literally was reading it and i went i went back like leaned back clapped my hands and went no way (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay so this is in gary indiana and in november of 2011 latoya amos her mother rosa campbell and her three children they were ages seven nine and twelve nowhere does it tell me the kids names so we're just gonna call them seven nine and twelve okay so that way we can remember um the two youngest were boys the oldest was a girl and they moved into their new home at 3860 carolina street <clears throat> So they moved in in november in december they had a screened in porch and it <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it would be full of huge black flies mm-hmm. like they would just be swarming in there mm. they would kill them all and then the next morning swarms of flies again and it mm. only seemed to be their house that area of the house and it was december yeah. All the That's, fucking flies should be yeah, dead. In Indiana, exactly. it's cold as tits and flies. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. there should be I mean, yeah. even if they were, they should be everywhere if they're going to be like that crazy. Yes. Demons. Demon. <laughs> so, Latoya and Rosa were in the kitchen hanging out, chit chatting like you do. Mm-hmm. And they started hearing footsteps coming upstairs from the basement. Creepy. Yeah. And then the basement door starts to creak open. Mm-mm. And no one's there. I'm running. I'm running. I'm screaming. This yeah. is what I'm I- imagining. I'm imagining them both <laughs> sitting there talking. And then they hear them. And they both kind of look at each other and go quiet. And then the door just goes. Yes. You know, and then yes. no one See, is there. <laughs> I, I like to say that I'd go running, but with my dumb ass, I would absolutely go check that out. But I think that's, that's your I natural instinct. That I think yeah. that's a natural instinct. Like you're in your own home. So you're like, wait. Let me see. I mean, yes. like, grab the scooter and the gallon of milk. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 
We'll have to tell that story at another time. I'm sure we've told that before. The storm is deadly with a gallon of milk and a scooter. Yes. <laughs> oh Speaking of around. gallon of milk, I actually had this conversation with Richard. And so you know how, like, when you get comfortable with people, so, you know, I'm going to tell everybody. And you, like, start telling those, like, silly stories of, like, shit you used to do when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling him, and I was like, we used to pretend to be x-men like that's yeah. what we, like you know because like x-men mm-hmm. was like totally dope like all the movies were coming out when we were little and i was like for <laughs> one time <laughs> Can't you're about to unlock story. something <laughs> we were um we were <laughs> it was me and sage and we were like making breakfast but we were doing it as x-men <laughs> sage goes i have telekinesis so he would like <laughs> pretend to pour the cereal but it was really just me <laughs> and then oh my god i'm gonna cry and then we had to like go open the refrigerator door and get the milk out and pour the milk into the oh bowl. my god oh, i god, don't remember cry. this it was so funny and Richard, i don't remember and, this and i'm thinking like everybody probably did stuff like that you know because like you're just mm-hmm. whatever and richard was like wow y'all are really weird i was like what no we're not that's normal. <laughs> but apparently it's not we're really weird kids completely oh. off topic do you remember that time we were playing a bug's life storm <laughs> no the first house in plano you were really young. The first we playing, house. Yeah, the first house in Plano. We were uh, we were playing a bug's life, and we're like hiding from the, the hopper guy, and we're in the, the laundry hoppers, room. Yeah. yeah, we're in the laundry room <laughs> where the litter box now. is, <clears throat> and we're like, oh my god, he's gonna get us! Like we have to be really quiet, and we're both really quiet, and then we hear something, and we both flip our shit and go running through the house. It was the cat peeing in the litter box. We Stop. flipped our shit and went running. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we are so cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> <clears throat> I can't. <laughs> Back to our demon story. <laughs> exactly. The flies oh on god. the porch. Got it. <laughs> so after that happened, they kept the um just jumping right back into it mm-hmm. but after that happened um they kept the door locked but they always heard noises and footsteps in the basement and on the stairs mm-hmm. um rosa mm-hmm. so the grandma she had woke up one night and saw a shadowy figure pacing the living room and she said that it was leaving wet boot prints where it was walking in no. the living room. No. Mm-mm. So how creepy, because it's like you don't it you know that it's not like a real person, like it's a shadow, but it's leaving physical like mess on the floor. Like yeah. I can only imagine how just absolutely crazy. It's that like is. the the White Rock Lady story, like where she just leaves water in your backseat. Yes. yes. Like ghosts leaving physical things. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't like it. And then on March 10th, 2012, they had... A family member had passed away, and they had family over at their house. Mm-hmm. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. 
Latoya's 12-year-old daughter and her friend were in Rose's room. So Latoya, 12-year-old daughter, friend, all three were in Rose's room. Mm-hmm. Latoya starts screaming for her mom. Her mom runs in her room and sees 12-year-old girl levitating above the bed and she's unconscious. Oh my god. Oh wow. They can't get her to get up. She won't wake up. Nothing. And so they surround the bed and start praying. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what else the hell are you exactly. gonna do? Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> um, she finally got back on the bed. She woke up and she's like, What? Why are you all freaking out? Oh like what's the deal? What is it with like demons and levitation? Right? Is it like they're too powerful for the body and they're just trying to figure it out? So they're like, uh, or is it like, what? I don't know. <laughs> These are the important questions we need to know. These are the important questions. Um, they, <laughs> and then Latoya said that everyone that was there visiting that night refused to ever come back to that house, which I'm like, I, same. Yeah, I don't like same. Yeah. yeah. So after the levitation issue, they knew that this was something supernatural. They didn't know what to do. They had called multiple churches, all of which refused to help. And then a priest came to the house and said that there was multiple spirits in the house and that it needed to be cleansed. Ooh. He wouldn't do it. Thanks. <laughs> He's like, hey, just so you know, this is what but you need he, later. He told, yeah, he told them how to, how to cleanse the house. So he said that they had to wipe down everything with bleach and ammonia, which I'm like, how do you make sure you wipe down everything? Like, if you miss sense. one little spot, is that where the demon's at? You know what I'm yeah. like? What? That's crazy exactly. to me. Yeah. <clears throat> so they had to wipe down everything with bleach and ammonia. They had to draw crosses on every door and window in oil. Okay. And Latoya decided to put crosses on the kids' foreheads and poured olive oil on their hands and feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this made me giggle just a little bit because they, when they were talking about putting oil on there, I was thinking like the TV show supernatural where they have this like fancy oil and it, it's like blessed oil from a priest and whatever. Yeah. And then, and I was thinking, Oh, where did she get oil like that? Like, that's crazy. And it's then it valid. said she poured olive oil. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, he just said oil. I guess he didn't specify. Like, you go to Walmart. Do you have any anointed extra virgin oil? <laughs> extra virgin. It has to be extra virgin. <laughs> oh my gosh. I get a real bad demon problem. <laughs> and they're like, we know what you mean. And take you back to like the back, back room. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. There's like a literal priest with his thing. Just like blessing oil. Oh my Van Helsing Mart. <laughs> uh, um, so after they cleansed and did all the oil, they still wanted to make sure that everything was okay. So they called two clairvoyants, which I'm like, how do you get this information again? Craigslist. Like, 
Craigslist. Like, I don't know. And how do you know they're like legit? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, whatever. TikTok. So, TikTok, yeah. TikTok. <laughs> Mediums in my area. <laughs> so they have the two clairvoyants come to the house and they said that there was more than 200 demons in the house. Mm-hmm. And that they needed to move right away. Yeah. But yeah. They didn't have money. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I know people say that all the time and I would probably be like, oh my God, like I was literally reading this. I was like, bitch, leave. But yeah, sometimes that's not always an option. Right. Yeah. So um, they did tell her, okay, we understand that you probably can't leave, but you need to make an altar in your basement because that's where most of the noise and activity was coming from. Mm-hmm. So... She gets a table with a white sheet with a, and she, on top of it, she puts a white candle and the statue of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. Okay. Montoya. And it just says another individual. It wasn't specific on who put on white shirts and scarves, burned sage and sulfur throughout the house and read Psalm 91 from the Bible. Wouldn't sulfur just attract them? That's what I always heard. I mean, mostly from Supernatural, but yeah, um, don't like, demons like smell like sulfur? Smell like, like it, yeah. If, yeah. If, if hell smells like sulfur, then that's kind of like their thing. So why would you burn it to get rid of um, it? I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's one of those like, you know, like when the big shark comes, the little sharks go away. So maybe they're like, mm. they're going to think there's a big ass demon in the house and we're going to burn all the sulfur. They'll just kind of like... Yeah scatter away yeah um but after that they said that everything was quiet but that only lasted for three days Ooh, which sucks yeah mm-hmm. three days later everyone started feeling a little weird and acting strange latoya was insistent that everybody was getting possessed by demons mm-hmm. She said her three kids would have eye, her, their eyes would bulge and they would end up with these evil smiles on their face. Nope. <clears throat> Rosa also said that during these times that the kids' voices would be really deep when they talked. Mm-mm. And then Latoya said that when demons would possess her, that she would feel really warm, lightheaded, and would feel like she had no control over her body and would just sit and tremble. Rosa said Mm -hmm. that she was immune to possession because of something that happened to her when she was first born. She doesn't go into detail about it. She doesn't say what happened to her. Interesting. I don't know, but apparently whatever this was kept her from getting possessed. Huh. <clears throat> this one scares the shit out of me. The youngest, the seven-year-old, would sit in the closet talking to somebody who would explain to him what it was like to get murdered. Stop. What the fuck? That mm-mm. fucking crazy, right? And they're and so still there. Creepy. Could you imagine like walking past a closet and hearing two people talking and you're like, what the hell? And you open the door and it's just his little seven year old. Especially like, no. kids. Oh my <sighs> God. Mm-mm. 
It's like those horror movies where the kid's like, my friend, mommy. And I'm like, no, stop. Can you not? You don't have friends. You're not allowed to have friends. If you ever see my friend near me again, I'm going to smack you. (laughs) And then one time the seven-year-old was in the bathroom and got thrown out of the bathroom. Like it was in the bath. It. He was in the bathroom by himself and got thrown out. Nobody was in the bathroom. It wasn't like he like ran out. Like he physically was picked up and thrown out of the bathroom. Mm. This reminds me of those, uh, the story that we did of the girls in like the seventies where there's photos yeah. of them being like pulled mm-hmm. out of their beds and shit. Oh yes. That's what this is reminding me of. And the 12 year old girl had gotten hit in the head with a headboard and had to get stitches. She said that sometimes it felt like um, someone was holding her down and choking her. Um, and they would tell no. her that she was never going to see her family again and she wouldn't be alive in the next 20 minutes. <gasps> that is terrifying. Uh-uh. I hate and that. she's like her. 12? She's 12. Oh, my God. And I always am like, imagine being the oldest, right? Like, Mm -hmm. feeling like you have to be, like, not in charge, but, like, in charge of everybody. Yeah. And then, like, that happened. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's so different than being, like, the youngest and just being like, oh, my God, guess what happened? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. So I just feel extra bad for her. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Let me give you a Mm -hmm. hug. (laughs) And then I'm going to go in the closet and talk to my friend about murder. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So LaToya wanted the family doctor to come visit to make sure everybody was okay. The doctor arrived. The two younger boys started cursing at the doctor in demonic voices. The young son was lifted into the air with nobody laying a hand on him and tossed into Mm. the wall. Oh, these poor babies. After he was tossed in the wall, both boys became unconscious. (sighs) So I don't know if like they were like tied together somehow. So when one Mm. lost consciousness, they both did. Yeah. Or if it was just like, uh, I don't know. Um, They were not able to be picked up, like woken up. So the doctor called 911. They brought eight police officers and multiple ambulances, and the boys were rushed to the Methodist Hospital. When there, LaToya was trying to put olive oil on their hands and feet again, mm. and the hospital people just laughed at her and were like, that's not going to help. Like, Yeah. Imagine being so desperate, like watching your kid. Like, this, this is the stuff that bugs the shit out of me. Like, she's so desperate and wants to help her kids, and like... It's not going to hurt them to have olive oil on your hands. Just shut right. the hell up and let her do it. Yeah. It's something that's like, it's it it's so real to you and it's actually happening to you, but it's so unbelievable to other people that you can't convince anybody of it and it makes mm-hmm. you feel crazy. Yes. <clears throat> I can only imagine. So after they wouldn't let her and they were laughing at her, she decided to start praying. So the nine-year-old, so the middle child... When he woke up, he was fine. He was back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, the younger boy woke up screaming, thrashing, and it was they couldn't get him under control. They ended up having to have five grown men hold him down. Oh. 
He's seven. Seven, yeah. And had to have five grown men hold him down, which is crazy. Like, I think about Garrett, and, like, he's six. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it would take, even if he was just, like, insane, like, at most it would take me and Richard. Like, I would not need five grown men to hold him down. Right, yeah. No. Um. Somebody anonymously had called child services to investigate. They thought that there was some abuse and neglect and they thought that the mom had mental illness and was kind of making her children play along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The case manager, her name was Valerie Washington. Um, She had come to see the children. She said they looked healthy. They had no physical injuries or marks on them. And um, they did a psychological evaluation on Latoya, and she was declared sound of mind. Mm-hmm. While Valerie was interviewing the boys, the youngest boy started growling and baring his teeth, and his eyes rolled into the back of his head. <sighs> he then started strangling his older brother and wouldn't mm. stop. They couldn't, you know, were screaming at him, everything. They couldn't get him to stop, so they physically had to pry him off of his brother from choking him. So they take a break, come back later. They've got a nurse whose name is Willie Walker, which is a fun name. I like the name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Rosa, the grandmother, and then Valerie were in a small room with the two boys interviewing them again. The seven-year-old was still growling and he was talking into in a voice that wasn't his own. It was really deep. And he said, it's time to die. I will kill you. And almost like a f- switch flipped, the nine-year-old. So youngest says, time to die. I'm going to kill you old. Kill you. Immediately, the nine-year-old starts headbutting his grandma in the stomach. Oh, my God. Like crazy so he's headbutting grandma rosa grabs him by his hands and starts praying in valerie's official dcs report so like the thing she actually had to physically write and turn into dcs yeah she and the nurse also signed this saying yes i was in the room this is what happened The nine-year-old walked backwards up the wall until Mm. he got to the ceiling and then flipped over Rosa, landing on his feet the entire time he was holding his grandmother's hands. Like, he did not let go of his grandmother's hands. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she said that it wasn't like a quick, you know, like flipped around. Like, he slowly glided up the wall to the ceiling, and then flipped over and landed on his feet. Oh, my God. Eek. Yeah. Immediately Mm -mm. after, her and Willie ran out of the room. As I would have. Exactly. What else do you do? Like, what else do you do? (sighs) So scary. Um, And then the next day, child services took custody of all the children. Oh, no. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. 
So on April, this made me giggle, on 420-2012, the <laughs> hospital chaplain called Reverend Michael Maganot to do an exorcism of the nine-year-old. Which I'm like, there was two boys. The youngest seemed to be the most possessed. Why yeah. was it specifically that you wanted them to exercise the nine-year-old? Maybe because yeah. he was the one like physically hurting people. Yeah, but they've they've been taken into custody, so they're out of the house. They're still they're in the hospital. Still... The kids are. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so um, Reverend McNaughton didn't say right away that he would um, do the exorcism. He wanted to do interviews first to make sure that it wasn't something else like a mental illness or whatever. Right. So he. Went to Latoya and Rosa's house with Latoya and Rosa. And the first two hours that they were interviewing, everything was fine. They talked about what was going on. And um, he kept noticing that the bathroom light would keep flickering. So every time that it would start flickering, he would go to see what was going on. And the second he would open the door, it would stop. It wouldn't flicker anymore. Mm-hmm. So he believed that the flickering was the act of the demon and that it would stop because he's a reverend and he was afraid of him. So Mm -hmm. the second he got into the bathroom later, so the interview lasted consecutively for four hours later on in the interview, he was saying that the kitchen, the blinds in the kitchen would begin to sway like moving the windows weren't open there was no like fan on it nothing ew yeah i have um, those um <clears throat> those curtain blinds in my apartment and they definitely move from time to time it's uh, oh, stop it okay, listen it's already your house is already haunted you already it's have super a little haunted. crazy <laughs> yeah freaking thing don't ugh. uh the reverend also claimed to see wet footprints trailing through the living room. Mm. So remember how the grandma had saw him with wet mm-hmm. footprints, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's seeing wet foot- footprints. That's fucking terrifying. <clears throat> Latoya started complaining that she was getting a headache. So remember when she said that she was getting possessed, she would start her head would start hurting. Mm-hmm. She would feel lightheaded. So she started complaining of a headache. So um, Reverend Maganot pressed his crucifix to her forehead and she started convulsing. Jeez. Which is crazy. Mm. Yeah. So after the four-hour interview, he was convinced that the family was being harassed by a demon and that the house was also full of ghosts. Wow. He told the women that they needed to find somewhere else to stay. He was like, you can't live here. Mm-hmm. Peace out. They had temporarily moved to one of their relatives' houses. And then less than a week later, they had to go back to the house because Valerie, the case manager for the kids, um, needed to do an inspection. Mm-hmm. The police officers have heard about them from how they acted in the hospital the doctor remember the doctor that was there originally that ended up having to call 911 mm-hmm. the caseworker everybody so they yeah. were mostly just curious as opposed to actually needing to be there which i think is 
a totally different story. But yeah. yeah. Um, one of the police officers' names was Captain Charles Austin. And he said that he had always believed in ghosts, but he never believed in demons until he had visited the house. Latoya mm. refused to go in the house for this interview and like walk through of the house. Um, so Rosa had to take them around. The officers had brought audio recording equipment so they could um, record the interview. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, is that standard practice for like a CPS case? To I don't my, think I don't so. Know. Don't know. So during the interview with Rosa, um, the recorder started acting weird, which they said it usually acts like this when you know, like it needs to change batteries. But they were like, we changed, we literally had changed the batteries right before we walked into the house. Like it did not yeah. need new batteries. Mm-hmm. And later when they were listening back to the recording, they heard an unidentified voice at that moment that the thing started messing up saying, Hey, which is so crazy. Yeah. Could you imagine Mm-mm. where you're like hearing this person talk and this person like right now, what if we all were just like, Shh. and then we yeah. hear, Hey, like, yeah. no, so <laughs> I swear to God, when I am editing this, if I hear someone say, Hey, I'm going to scream and run away. They had also taken, pictures while they were in there and the one that they took on the basement stairs remember all the craziness was happening Mm -hmm. there was a cloudy white image in the upper corner they went to go like enlarge that part of the picture and it ended up being a face nope oh man Uh, so they also saw a green image and it looked like a woman so i was like that's crazy because we hadn't heard anything about a woman yet yeah um (laughs) so what is his name charles austin he said this was the weird stuff that happened to him and this first thing makes me giggle so hard but he said that the garage door refused to open even when the power (laughs) was on this is mad. <laughs> like, I'm like, the garage door won't open. It's a demon. It's a demon. <laughs> Any small oh inconvenience God. in your house now is just a demon. It's a demon. It's a demon. demon. You call I'm demon. Now. I'm gonna be like, the damn demon <laughs> won't make this work. Oh my God. Okay, so he had taken photos on his iPhone that had strange silhouettes in them. And then when he was leaving his um, police car, the radio in the police car started malfunctioning on the way home. And then later when he was leaving in his own personal vehicle, the seat would, no. Yes, the seat in his personal vehicle would start moving forward and backward all on its own. Uh. (laughs) Again, how are ghosts so mechanically inclined? Yeah. Yes. All and the time. I just, God, could you imagine? That'd be so scary. Because I think I have this genuine fear that, like, when I'm driving and some sort of nasty ass, disgusting bug is just going to, like, appear and I'm going to wreck. I'm going to fly mm-hmm. off of a bridge. I'm going to, mm-hmm. like, slam into the car next to me. Like, I, 
quite genuinely what's probably going to happen if there's a crazy ass bug in my car. Yeah. And I'm just thinking how fucking terrified I would be if I'm driving and my seat's just like, I saw this picture the other day and it was like a dilapidated house that was like on fire and someone spray painted on the side. I got the spider. That's what I imagine <laughs> it would be like. Uh, yes. <laughs> like with my car, if it started doing that, I'd be like, nope, it's yours now. Later. Uh, uh, I got yes. bit by a spider oh. in my car. Uh, no. You did? On my hand. Yeah. Oh it was a God. little tiny one. And I about free, like I was driving. Yeah. Did you, and it didn't, did you rev? Did you no. catch on fire? No. Like, <laughs> I had to go, I ended up having bus. to go to the hospital and get it drained. Oh I remember God. that. That yeah. was gnarly. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't gross. realize it was in the car, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It was Bless on my you. steering wheel. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm so um, happy that you are still here alive today. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Dead. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary. It's so scary. We got somewhere one day, and Richard was like, ew, look. And there was a freaking cicada in Bro. my car. Like, I had hit it. And I was like, ooh. Oh, a cicada no. got into my apartment last night. Oh my no. god. <clears throat> it was making this noise, so I grabbed a towel and threw it over <laughs> it. And it's like a little animal. Like they make these like weird noises. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I <laughs> I had the towel on top of it and I kicked it out of my apartment and slammed the door really quick. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, nope. <laughs> That towel is staying out there tonight. They are. They are so loud. And I'm going to ask if y'all remember this, or maybe I'm just crazy, but don't you remember they were called Katie Dids? That's a different kind of uh, bug. But they still make those loud ass noises like cicadas do, right? Yes, Yes, they do. Okay. Because Richard's always like, because I'll hear them and I'll be like, that's a Katie did. And he's like, no, it's a cicada. And I'm like, no, it's a Kate. And so then I started getting so confused thinking that they were the same thing. Katie mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. the huge grasshoppers. Ew, now I hate them even worse. Yeah. So why do I live <laughs> in Texas? I need to move to a cold state and live there. Yeah. Except for I hate the cold, so I'm not doing that. But oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, back onto our story. We've had a lot of... Rainy's going to really like this. Oh, exactly. Episode. I love it. It's going to be her favorite episode yet. Okay. So, child child services, you know, after this, they go through the house, do the interview with Rosa. Child services said that they at least partly... The kids were partly neglected due to they hadn't been going to school regularly. Hmm. Okay. Which, um, okay. I mean, with everything going on, they've got psychological things happening. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the family had said that it was because they were being kept up all night because they were being harassed by the spirits. But this was something that had been going on even three years prior. So it wasn't mm. like. When, right when they first moved in this house, they stopped going to school. Like, it's something that had been going on. Gotcha. Um, they had done a psychological test on the youngest one. And they said that he only act possessed if he was challenged or he was asked a question he didn't want to answer. Hmm. Which 
I'm like, okay, that does look bad, especially for a kid. But also I'm like, that's most demon cases. Like, yeah, you push them too hard and then the demon gets pissed and is like, no. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, I feel like that's every case. It's not just him. Right. Hmm. Um, they said he always seemed to make sense. He was level headed except for when asked about demons and then everything he said was kind of like a half story or it would change all the time. It was never like a full, oh yeah, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, he's seven. Exactly. He's possessed by a demon. Right. And if he genuinely was possessed by a demon, wouldn't he doesn't demon know. not want him yeah. To tell the story and like, right. you know what I mean? Exactly. So. And he's seven. I have a seven-year-old. Their stories change often. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh. So the doctor who was in charge of the seven-year-old, his name was Dr. White, and he believed that there was no real psychotic disorder with the seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um. He said, however, it seemed to be a case of a child stuck in a delusional system perpetrated by his mother. And then Dr. Schwartz, who was um, the doctor for the nine-year-old and the 12-year-old, pretty much said the exact same thing about the Mm -mm. two of those two kids. Um, Latoya was evaluated and they said that she did not seem to have any mental issues, but she did need to be evaluated to see if her religion was making her have delusional ideations. Yeah. Um, Which, again, not going to get into, but I feel like a lot of religions will make you have. Absolutely. Those. Yeah. If you're not careful. Yes. All right. So, Latoya, Rosa, Austin, the cop, Captain Austin. Two other cops that were there that first time. A police dog, Reverend Magnot, and then child worker, Samantha, went back to the house to investigate. So, Valerie, remember, she was the original caseworker refused Mm -hmm. to go back to the house. She's like, I'm not Mm -hmm. doing that again. Which also should have, should have showed that it's not your, your sane caseworker is refusing to go back to this house. Obviously something is going on here. Right. Okay. So all of them at the house need to do an investigation. They walk, Well, outside of the house, one of the police officers took the dog around. The dog didn't have any care for the house. They didn't. Nothing triggered it. Hmm. Samantha, when in the basement, found a strange sticky liquid dripping in there and touched it. Of course. Stupid. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Don't touch the sticky, crazy substance in the demon house. Yeah. Mm -mm. Reverend Magnot 
under the stairs had started digging around. He was trying to find a pentagram or any kind of cursed object that might have been left there. Mm-hmm. And then he had dug a really deep hole trying to see if maybe somebody was buried down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't. he didn't find anything. Um, so it said that they had filled the hole back in. He had blessed some salt, poured it under the stairs, and then all around the basement. Mm. Which at this point, I'm like, are we just pulling What's things out of our booty holes? Yeah. Like, first we needed oil. Now we're going to use salt. Like, I mean, like, salt should have been the first thing. Like, yes. Whatever. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> this is, this story, it's getting it's to me. A lot. It's a lot. So they then proceed to go into the living room. And in the living room, Samantha's pinky started to tingle and turned white. Bitch, you shouldn't have touched the crazy demon sticky exactly. stuff. Oh, yeah. man. And then she said that it felt like her finger was broken. And then she started having a panic attack and ran outside so she could catch her breath. Yeah. And she yeah, did not absolutely. go back inside the house. I would. I, no. <laughs> Don't blame her. Yeah. Um, Reverend Maganot started questioning Latoya while they were inside of the house and she started to complain of a headache and pain in her shoulder and immediately left to go outside because she knew what that meant. Every time Uh, she gets a headache, all the other things start happening. Um, Captain Austin refused to stay in the house after dark. So once it started getting dark, he left the other cops and the Reverend stayed And then in one of the bedrooms, they saw a weird oily substance on the blinds, (laughs) which I'm like, it was probably the crosses that she was told to write in oil on the windows and the doors, Mm -hmm. whatever. (laughs) So they clean it off. (laughs) They clean it off the blinds. They close the room. So the way when I was reading this, it kind of made it seem like they were like, you know, like when you're trying to find somebody in a house and you kind of go through and you're like room cleared. Yeah. 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 So they had cleared this room. They went back later and that oily substance was back all over the blinds. Mm hmm. Hmm. Gross. Yeah. Okay. So the Reverend claimed that this was a manifestation of a demonic presence and then he wrote to Bishop Dale Malzakev, Mal, Malkazek, mm-hmm. Bishop Dale, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. permission <laughs> to perform an exorcism. So he wanted to perform an exorcism on the house. He didn't want to, want to perform it on the child. Okay. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to get all the demons out of the house, but they yeah. literally need a about home, the so we're going to let them stay inside of you. So exactly. So, <laughs> um, so Samantha claimed that after visiting the home, um, she started having a lot of issues. A week later, she had gotten a third degree burn on a motorcycle, which I think might just be a coincidence. But yeah. mm-hmm. And then within that next month, she had broken three ribs, a hand, and an ankle all in separate events. So it's not like she got in a car wreck and broke them all. It was like, yeah, this rib broke 
a week later, this rib broke. Like, no, that's crazy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The Reverend requested for the church to sanction an exorcism and doctor, not doctor. What was, what was he again? Bishop. Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. Dale. Mm-hmm. Um, told him to try to reach out to other priests to try to do a minor exorcism before they would do like a full exorcism. Why can't he just do both of them? Because he wanted it to be done without involvement of the church. Ah, that's stupid. Okay. So stupid. (laughs) This is the funny part. Remember when I told you Mm priest.com? Yeah. So, Reverend Maginot had um, talked to a few priests and they told him to just look it up on the internet. (laughs) Of course they did. (laughs) Just Google it. You'll be all right. (laughs) So not these like hundreds of years of passed down knowledge from all the priests and just Google it. (laughs) Go to priest.com and it'll tell you how to do everything. (laughs) Oh my God. So he did his internet searches and he found out that he needed to perform what was called an intense blessing. And then he also performed a minor exorcism on Latoya, which he said consisted of prayers and appeals to cast out the demon. It was a two-hour ritual, and Samantha and two police officers were there. So I'm like, okay. these police officers were like super invested. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were. <laughs> she said that during it, it did cause her a lot of pain. Like they were trying to. Um, like hurt her so that she'd Mm -hmm. just keep them. Like they would stop the exorcism and she could just keep them. Mm -hmm. Um, they did later, uh, the Reverend recommended that she try to find, like look on the internet (laughs) (laughs) demons that kind of had that. What, what, what is, what am I trying to say? Find demons that, do the same thing as like the that what like what was happening to yes exactly Mm -hmm. which i'm like don't let them be it that's like i mean (laughs) that's like googling your symptoms when you're sick like that's never a good idea not oh my god so she found a demon whose name was beelzebub Mm -hmm. and he is lord (laughs) of the flies yep Uh Uh-huh. So, with the intense blessing done on the house and the minor exorcism done on LaToya, Bishop, I wrote down, I keep writing down his last name, and then I'm like, how the fuck do I, what was his name again? Dale. It just doesn't sound as cool. Bishop Dale (laughs) um, gave permission to perform a real exorcism. So pretty much a real exorcism. He did the exact. So he did it himself still, and it's the exact mm-hmm. same thing that he did before, except for it had the power of the Catholic Church behind it. Shut 
Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so without Bishop Dale's approval, it doesn't work. That's but now that we have Bishop Dale's approval, <laughs> it's going to work. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So LaToya ended up enduring three major exorcisms. Two were in English and one was in Latin. She said she convulsed through the whole deal and it was very painful and very struggling for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said that she could tell that those demons were trying to hold onto her with everything that they had. Mm. I am like, what does that feel like? Right? <laughs> and I'm like, and you're, bless you. And you're Shit, going sorry. three. Like, is it? I, I'm assuming it's like a physical pain, but is it like a like your skin burns? Like, is it like your inside? It's interesting. I think it's a different thing. Probably depends on supposedly. Probably feels like yeah. on the demon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's fucking painful. So I don't wish it that is. on anyone. <laughs> oh Get my your god! Ready. They're, like, they're like. They're like, listen, we're going to do an exorcism, but it's going to feel like really intense acid reflux. And you're like, nope, I'll just keep them. Nope. I'll keep them. The tongue doesn't work unless it's blessed by the Catholic Church. (laughs) You're like, also, have you talked to Bishop Dale? What did Bishop Dale say? Oh, my God. (laughs) So after the exorcisms, LaToya and Rosa moved to a new home in Indianapolis. The kids were still in custody of the DCS. Mm. Um, Maganot blessed their new home to help prevent any problems. Um, And no problems were ever reported with their former house once the family left. Probably because they did the exorcism. Right. Yeah. But the Um, first person said there was like 200 of them. 200 demons Mm -hmm. in there. Which is crazy. Ghosts or something, That's yeah. Way too many. Um, in November of 2012, so in total, the kids were away from her for six months. Um, Latoya got her children back. Good and the children say that they feel so safe in their new home and they have had no issues of demonic disturbances since. What? here's the fun part this is Deshae's gonna be Deshae's favorite part her friend Zach Baggins Baggins (laughs) Baggins yes he um went to the house he's done a whole show specifically on this house this 200 the demon house is what he called (gasps) oh he says it was probably like the craziest house he's ever been in the craziest stuff that's ever happened and he was so scared of this house he ended up purchasing it hold on Mm -hmm. let me find the exact number i forgot for thirty five thousand dollars and then proceeded to destroy it destroy it Mm -hmm. broke like crushed the house into bits wow what was that I literally, it was just peeing my pants. First, I was like, it's a demon. And I was like, no. I, I was like, oh my God, did one of the diamonds fall out of my ring? Not that my ring's that big that it's going to make that loud of noise. But I remembered 
that Madeline had gotten these little like sticky jewels that you put because she had bought a purse that came with colors that you could color the purse oh, and yeah, the yeah. jewels and then she put them on the back of my computer so oh. i haven't verified because i don't want to turn my computer around to look and see a floating jewel but also i'm pretty sure it's that and not a demon so exactly okay. yeah <laughs> anyway so that's the end of my story demon house is now destroyed and latoya rosa and her three children are living happily ever after in indiana that's so wild. And did they ever do a history on the house? It's like how be, old was I'm the sure house. Zach Baggins did. It's yeah, be I need to watch that episode. Yeah, for sure. Probably like Indian burial ground or some shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, absolutely. don't play around with those. No. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was really good. That was, that was good. Good job. Thank you. And it was more I was really nervous too. about this story. I don't know why, but it made me very nervous to tell this story. Because <laughs> well, I knew I don't... I, you know that I am not a very big believer in all things no. spooky-ooky. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't. And so I was like, I'm going to tell this story. And I was like, and then it's not even going to be scary because I'm just going to be making fun of it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I get, I get nervous telling the spooky stories, but yeah. they're fun. I, I enjoy them. I don't necessarily like believe in this stuff, but it is super interesting to like. Same. Yeah. It's super fascinating to like, is this person telling the truth or are they just like severely mentally ill? And if they are severely mentally ill, how has it carried over to multiple people throughout all of history? Mm -hmm. Right. And also, and I'm like, listen, this is why I believe in mermaids because Mm. Yes. A long, long time ago, before anybody was um, able to call across the planet or literally anything, there are cave drawings in America mm-hmm. of mermaids. And then all the way on the other side of the world, in China, there are also cave drawings of the exact same mermaid-like creature. Coincidence? No. I not. No. <laughs> I think not. I think no. not. It's also like that show. Watch it. Yeah, there's a large part of the ocean that has never been explored. We have no ocean freaks me out. Oh my god, it's so scary. Don't get me. There's an ocean floor, like there's an ocean under the ocean. There's waterfalls under the ocean. Like you don't know what the fuck is down. A literal whole other world. Like it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Just like I'm afraid, like Richard really wants to go on a cruise, and I do too. Like I think it'd be so fun, but I'm like Mm Even looking at cruise ships scares the shit out of me. Like yeah. my heart, like my heart. Can you, can you just like, imagine you're on the cruise <gasps> ship, but then you go out and you look on the freaking back, but you can't see any land. It's just yeah. water. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's like, it's fine. Oh, freaking one of the girls. She had went on a like two week cruise in March. Yes. And I asked her about it when she got back. I was like, oh, my God, how was your cruise? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, it was fun. And I was like, yeah, I want to go. But I'm also afraid of getting sick. Like, I get really Mm -hmm. bad motion sickness. She was like, no, it wasn't bad at all. She was like, there was one night that it was kind of bad that you could really feel it. But she was like, it was just because there was like 22 foot waves. I said, bitch, what? Excuse me? 22 foot waves? (laughs) No. 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 I was That's like, like okay, you, I'm never going on a cruise ever. Like that show, uh, Deadliest Catch. 
Uh, oh no. fuck me! I watched I don't that know one day, how. and they one of them fell off the boat, mm-hmm. yeah. and they had these mm-hmm. like big ass lights. It was dark yes. and stormy, yes. and they were like with the lights, and they got the guy, and the whole time I don't think I breathed until the guy was back on the boat, and no. I went, oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Oh my it's like god! Those I pictures, love... those like screensaver photos of like the ocean, and people are like this is so beautiful. I'm like, fuck that! It's terrifying. You're like, I'm out. all for exactly. going to the beach and stuff, but I'm not getting. You're not getting me on a cruise. Like, you're no. just not. I'm not going out on a boat. Love you. No. Love you. Mean like it. The lake, Thankfully, the lake Matt is agrees. The I just think of it. Yeah, but I also feel like, what if you like. This is what I imagine that like you're going to be on the like the edge of the boat and then, you know, like if you bump into something, not like there's stuff for you to really bump into on the boat, mm-hmm. but you know, when you're like, oh, you know, like, and then you're going to fall off the boat and that fall boat, off. Yeah. Those cruise ships are huge. They are never yeah. going to fall. You were going to look like a little speck of dirt yep. from the top of and that And you're stuck ship. on a, you're stuck on there mm-hmm. with all of those people. You know how many sicknesses there are? Yes. That's just that That's oh, also gross why airplane. So I'm like, listen, yeah. just don't breathe next to me. Breathe all the way yeah. back there, which I know we're all sharing the same air because we're in an airplane, but just do it back there. So it makes me feel better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I love that oh. we've complained so much during this episode. <laughs> and we've talked oh about my God. our best yeah. yet. <laughs> Y'all have got to know it's... so well this episode. You are so very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's our longest. It was a good oh, one. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we yeah. like to talk on this one. Well, well, that was my other thing, too, where I was like, oh, it's going to be really short. So I was like, make sure you guys talk. And then we didn't stop talking and interrupt it. And by interrupted, I mean, I did it to tell 4,800 <laughs> different stories. So hopefully everybody was able to keep up. Yeah. Just take notes. You'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Storm, where can they find us on our social medias? We are on Facebook, um, Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Three Swib Podcast. Please go on there, like, comment, do all the things. We really love when you guys interact with us. Also, please rate and review. It is super helpful for us, specifically on Apple. Um, make a written review. Um, and yeah. All right. Well, that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs>